one. All right. We should just start it out appropriately. Let's <laughs> pour one out for the Brent's love of magic cards. Hello and welcome everyone to a very <laughs> special, and hopefully we got all of the non-magic talk out of the way, episode of Monday Night Magic here. So I, I was told I should probably mention what the show is about. So this is a, a weekly show about our favorite and also least favorite collectible card game, it feels like, depending <laughs> on the week, uh, Magic the Gathering, and also some random other topics, and bring you this in-depth uh, discussion of Magic history, story, lore, uh, maybe, it's like the old inquest, like, you know, heavy tips and tricks and combos uh, for the Magic the Gathering game. It's myself, Tom, and to my left, we have Brent. I'm Brent. He is Brent. Well, I I love lamp. <laughs> and to my digital right, we have Vincent. Hello. Is it hard? Vincent, is it hard to talk through the hands like over your face? It's like the double face palm. <laughs> does does it worry you, Vincent, about getting older when when you hear me and Brent talk before the podcast? <clears throat> No answer. Okay. No answer, no answer at all. That or the computer's now possessed from my just in general house possession <laughs> that we have going on right now. Um, and yeah. Oh, God. I'll have to tell you the story about the roach colony I accidentally created uh, last week. Ooh. Oh, okay. That, that'll be for the end of the podcast because that one even almost made me me uh, get uh, feel sick. So, guys. Do we just want to, I mean, we have basically almost the entire set, right? For murders at Carl, I'm always going to say it, Karlov Manor. Um, the cards that we love, and by we, I'm going to say Brent and I, might be different than the cards <laughs> Vincent loves. Um, so again, we all love cards for different reasons. I love ooze cards. We'll talk about my slime against humanity. Uh, Vincent, is there, uh, since... We, is there any cards that you want to bring maybe more from like a constructed viewpoint or that have you excited from I think there's a couple that you liked the design of you were saying in the discord yeah don't know what they are off the top of my head just mm, bringing the fire mm. <laughs> I'll admit I'm not on my A game today <laughs> <laughs> you're on the A game of crushing my dreams <laughs> you got, you got that <laughs> I'm gonna say S tier there. Mm, you like it? Mm, garbage. The, well, here I'll I'll start off while Vincent say. How about that? Vincent? That'll give you a little time. Is that cool? <laughs> I yeah, or, oh, yeah, I was we could bring up the Buzz Crusher and the weirdness there. Yes, with, bring up Buzz Crusher. Bring up Buzz Crusher. Uh, That'll give Vincent in because I this this is just odd. So we uh, uh, Vincent, I can't remember who you linked to that kind of pointed this out. Uh, but we have a way of maybe of destroying lands that doesn't target, which seems weird uh, to me. Where I still choose it, but I'm not targeting it, which I still find odd. Uh, so Krenko's, Krenko's Buzz Crusher, and I think there is a little Krenko there standing on top of it. Uh, two and a two red red. Uh, it's an artifact creature, insect thopter. In my mind, I thought this was the biggest thopter. I was wrong. There is multiple. There's at least one other thopter that's a five five. When I search this up. Um, 4-4 four, four, Flying Trample. So I do love in the state of fire design that we had to literally say the comment, hmm, is a 4-4 four, four <laughs> Flying Trample for four mana, is that good enough? Let alone anything else in the card. I think that is phenomenal. 
<laughs> I, I my mind still goes back to Rock of Courages and thinking that card was really Whoa. good. Uh, so when Krenko's Buzz Crusher enters the battlefield, for each player, destroy up to one non-basic land that player controls. Note it does not say target land. Uh, for each land destroyed this way, its controller may search their library for a basic land card and put it onto the battlefield tapped and then shuffle. So, Vincent, what land, I guess maybe are people excited that this could potentially uh, give an answer for? Yeah, it depends on the format. Like, on one hand, this could just be an answer to Cavern of Souls, which seems to be the important, most important non-basic because Cavern of Souls, because everything is... Because we're actually making good counters again for some reason. Yeah, yeah like, there's another freaking counter unless they pay two random common. Because apparently that's just what they are now, even though we for years we didn't print cards like that anymore. And we had to stretch to get one, two mana ones that just did one. But then the other big one is in Pioneer. This is a way to get around Lotus Field, which has Hexproof. And since it doesn't target, that means that you can't normally kill it with like a, a generic stone rainer like a Basaju or something but since this doesn't target you're replacing a three land with a one land or maybe even a zero land if they're not playing basics the most lotus field decks play basics and then of That's course right. it can just get rid of like it can turn a triome into a normal land it can turn a uh nickthos into a normal land it could turn it could put a land in your graveyard for descend or something as well, because it's on any number of yeah, targets. Each, yeah, each player you can yeah. choose one, so you could do it to yourself as well. Yeah. And this is what it sounds like to what the Lotus Field says <laughs> when it gets Krenko Buzz Crushered. <laughs> that is the Wilhelm scream. Just look it up. Educate yourself. Is uh, Wilhelm the name of the character? Is that scream? I need to or... look more into that. I'm assuming it's the name of the character in that 51 movie, but. And why it became so fake, I don't know. Just I feel like it's what everybody decided that is the world's best screen there. Even though it's not Jamie Lee Curtis. So yeah, Craig, Craig goes Buzz Crusher. So it destroys the land without targeting the land. So right, Vincent, you're saying that for Pioneer, that gets around uh, Hexproof for Lotus Field? Yeah, the problem is just that it's a four-mana card. Mm-hmm. Unless you, it's not playable unless it's literal shielded, <laughs> at least in formats deeper than standard. I mean, it looks cool. It's a four, yeah, like four, it should four, be strong enough. Like four four flying trample for four that does something when it enters the battlefield should be good enough, but it's not anymore because of fire. <laughs> it's it's got a guy. It's got Krenko standing on the back of it, like holding up a sword. That's yeah. pretty cool looking. And the art it looks like it's pooping. I don't know if you noticed that. It looks like the Krenko. Buzz Crusher is just pooping out the back right now to me. Is it? Is that yeah. pooping out the back? I thought. Look, I, I think that's more guard or something. It's destroying, like uh, the land it's okay. destroying. Like it's land, like Cranko's got his arm up, like he's victorious. This is an artifact creature, I guess. Maybe artifacts have to poop. I, I don't know. Yeah, they might. Right? It's. I mean, it's an insect thopter, so maybe it's. These are the deep questions that we get to on this podcast. Can it poop? Is it pooping? <laughs> can it poop? It it can pooping? at least at least the book I read my children. Every everybody poops. Everybody that poops. That. That's a, yeah. that's a good book. <clears throat> that's a good book. <laughs> it is actually a really good book. It is. Yeah, I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the, uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, for, for art that I'm not saying it's bad. Just, to me, it just stood out as being very different from pretty much any other art in the set is the normal frame art for Insidious Roots. Did you guys look this one up yet? Yes. It Again, not bad. It just, I feel like it does not fit the art for other, because usually I see this type of art on the, you know, full frame or other kind of alternate cards, not the main set art. It is very different from almost anything else that I see as I scroll through this set. I don't know if what you guys thought of that. It looks a bit ethereal, but that could be by design, right? Because the whole the whole point of it is that uh, the Vitugazi, the World Tree, there on uh, not the World Tree, but the the big tree. <laughs> yeah, I guess Ravka. we have multiple big trees now. <laughs> it uh, its roots go all throughout. Ravnica. So I can see maybe it's like that, you know, that's uh, right, the name Insidious Roots, but they're trying to get a little uh, symbolic with the picture there. I, I don't know. What do you think, Vincent? This is the first time I'm seeing it because Mythic Spoiler had the showcase art for it, which is a normal art. That is different. Yeah, it, it just, I, I, w- I would have normally would have flipped these or I would have seen the Insidious Roots on the what are they called, their magnified showcase frame i don't remember the correct terms for the different uh frames that they have now but uh, I just, it just jumped out and i was looking at it because i had seen this one on someone's group and i was like is that a fake card because like, the art just looks so different i was like what is that different art hmm. is there any I, other different art that's jumped out to you in the past tom we won't go into faithless looting that because <laughs> that was probably one of the more divisive things i've ever seen where again each their own some people thought was very interesting and i guess it was that artist style but to me it looked it just looked odd and just not my style for it i agree i agree that is not my style Faith, uh insidious roots looks i mean it looks different but i could i could see it definitely the the, the it's not the spotlight what do they call this card the I, I don't know one that looks like it's a magnifying glass it's well, not let an let me, let me pull up let me pull up collecting Karlov Manor, because of course I need to refer to these now. The actual, yeah, with the well, here these wait. are showcase magnified. Okay, showcase magnified seems more kind of like a air quote normal magic art. Insidious seems a little Insidious Roots looks like you know maybe they just uh maybe just uh popped a little square acid before they did it and they figured they could do it that way. Sweet. Yeah, that that would be funny. I get like Nolan Bushnell in there from the old Atari days where they're just constantly on drugs to make some new cards. <laughs> it could be shrooms. That would make sense, right? It's a green black card. If they yeah, were doing shrooms. High, high and Halo, would... yeah. Bring back yeah. Halo. There you go. See, look at that. It all fits together. So Vincent, from a from a a power, I guess the, maybe standard, but maybe other formats. Have you uh have you did you read through Yaris Roar of the Gods? This is that new legendary centaur druid. I can read through it here quick. It's That's two red more legend guy. Yeah, where you can now start turning things up for free. Yeah, that's interesting. There's a bunch of things you could do. Like, obviously, it goes infinite with Ash Cloud Phoenix, which is probably the big pioneer thing. That's or what we are. Brent and I were talking about free joint for, bar- for bard class. <laughs> Bard class? Uh, let me. Uh, I'm just pulling that one up here. I kind of forgot about all the classes. To be honest, those enchantments. Um, 
the other weird enchantment subtype that looks just like cases do. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, they are. Though I'd say the classes still, to me, def- they make more sense or just they seem very natural for what because <laughs> they're basically level up in champ <laughs> exactly oh talk about level up cards uh brent what card had you excited in this set what card had me excited about? hold on i have to <clears throat> i want to point out the card is in another language so this is the scryfall uh, a generic definite you know title for it 10th district hero so this card is one and a white for a two, three creature human. Okay. So we're starting off there <laughs> for, for one and a white collect evidence two, 10th district hero. It's assumed name for now becomes a human detective with base power and toughness four, four gains vigilance. I want to point out how come everybody in the plane now is now a detective. Like because everyone, it's a like, murder mystery I area. Get, but why is every like? Why is everybody? Like, it's like, like well, how, how does any happen? How many Pretty fedoras funny. are there? Who's <laughs> ever making fedoras on Ravnica? I say they're the one that's behind all this stuff. The richest person is whoever makes clue tokens and <laughs> just evidence in general because everybody I, needs it. It's a murder mystery, but it's like everybody. You're like, oh, what's up? Oh, here's a detective. How are you, detective? I thought you were the garbage man. I'm a detective. No, garbage I'm man like, detective. I yeah, detect I'm the, the garbage. mailman detective. <laughs> okay, sorry. So it's four four vigilance, and then for two white collect evidence four. If ten district hero is a detective, it becomes a legendary creature named Maliva, stalwart hero, base power and toughness five five, and other creatures you control are indestructible. What I liked about the card is the flavor of it. Maliva, stalwart hero, she was in uh, uh, Guilt of Ravnica and Ravnica Allegiance and War of the Spark. That was 10th District Legionnaire. That was kind of like showing her history as she was coming up through the ranks. And you're a big, and, and kind of Boros as well. So Boros kind of as well. Wheel. So I think this is, I thought that was nice from a flavor wise. I've read some online that some people are already rule zeroing that you can, play her as your commander because just of the uh, second level up ability or whatever. Because they potentially I, do become Yeah, do become a, a, legend. a legendary. So it, it should have just been a legendary. She's awesome. But uh, as a character, as a character, I'm not making a card judgment here. Mm, okay, I got my I got I got him right over the right over the Satra bone here, Brent. Be be careful. <laughs> so I just brought up that I think that's nice from a flavor text. I thought it was it was good to see them. I mean, we're back in Ravnica again, right? We have ours at every four years, whatever the requirement is. That uh, uh, God knows, I have, there's there's a gun. There's a board on a wizard's wall with just string and pens going all over yeah, the place. There's somebody holding a, a weapon to somebody else's head, saying, "When are we going? Every four years, it's got to come back." Chris or, Cox wants more money. Chris Cox, he sends ransom notes to the fan. If you want to see your family again, we're going back to Ravnica. Oh, yes, dear. Merry Christmas and you're fired, is what the cards say. <laughs> if I, they probably wouldn't send a card that costs money. <laughs> they send it as an email. It's all curled, though. They just use the extra foil magic card stock for all the stuff. and <laughs> They send it to their discontinued wizard's emails. <laughs> That, they, they use those mail tubes because the stuff's already curled, so it fits right in the tube. But yes, that's that's a card that I saw. I was like, that's not, I thought that was a nice little. But I don't know if the cards uh, uh, st- strong. I am not a great magic player. I enjoy playing magic, 
I don't know. If I got this card in a draft, I would most likely draft this card, even if I was not playing white, just so I could have a copy of the card, because I think it's cool from a flavor perspective. Vincent, what is your opinion on the card? I mean, obviously we'll be fine and limited, and any figure of Destiny-style card that is is worth considering, but like people are saying this is good, and it doesn't seem good at all, especially in the modern limited context. I want I want to point out that is this uh, spoiler alert every uh, dozens of you spoiler alert to the dozens listening that was not the initial <laughs> Vincent had flipped it around <laughs> so instead of the praise <laughs> Vincent was like Bleh. hot trash <laughs> hot trash detective <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing so much <laughs> Vincent grounded me quickly <laughs> yeah like. No, the problem is that if you're going to play this, it's going to be in an aggro deck, and then, but an aggro deck is going to have trouble getting stuff in the graveyard for collect evidence, and even with the collect evidence, it doesn't seem like it's that powerful. Like, sure, it becomes an Avacyn, oh, flashy, flashy, in a format with 5 million pieces of exile removal and exile wrath, and... Yeah, yeah, no, that makes... That makes sense. The indestructible's nice, but... And it, it'd be nice to, you know, help enable... Uh, for a battalion, for the red-white mechanic that seems to be for limited for the set. But as you said, yeah, if you're exiling, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. Womp womp. Yeah. And for, for another card that I would say definitely appeals to the casual player to me, though I know it doesn't actually really do anything, is Leyline of the Guild Pact. Um, is there anything I should be excited for actually with this card? Even though it tickles my fancy. It's a four-mana, five-color spell. Yeah. But what does it do when it enters the battlefield? Each non-land permanent you control is like... all <laughs> No, it makes them all colors, and lands are every, basically... You can, right, does this not help with... I know... Case of the Shattered Pact, this solves it right there in one shot. There you go. Uh, if you're looking, if you're playing Commander, look at this. They said, we can't have Coalition Victory, that's banned. And Wizards is like, oh, you want to ban cards? Bam, Leyline of the Guild Pact. There you go. There you go. See, I gotta look at the positive. Yeah, I, I the just weird thing, like doesn't even work with a lot of the five color stuff or anything that cares about multicolor because it only cares about permanence and it doesn't care about spells. That's a weird choice. Yeah, All right, each, yeah, you just play like guild pack. Yeah, if it's in your opening <laughs> hand, you may begin the game with on the battlefield. Each non-land permanent you control is all colors, and lands you control are every basic land type, in addition to their other types. And why is green in every one of the hybrid mana symbols? Because this is a green effect. Well, I was I was curious why, but I did notice that that was the one common <laughs> nature to all the hybrid mana symbols on this one. Vincent answered in like 0.2 seconds. There you go. Even though I had the question, but bam, there's the answer. (laughs) And luckily, I mean, I was kind of worried about maybe being too powerful. So luckily we have the new, was it the Archdruid's Charm? What is the uh, green green one that everybody has uh, gotten quite excited for? There it is. What do you think? I feel like this is the one that I've seen the most people talk about maybe for other formats. Uh, at least of ones that I... Again, I have not seen the dump today. I mean, from it's today super first. powerful if you can afford Cripple Green, just like the other 
of the triple color charms so far, and that means we're going to get a full cycle. So how broken is the one in Modern Horizons 3 going to be? I think Modern Horizons 3 will be well-balanced. I believe it comes out in five minutes. Yeah, well, uh, they've had, I mean, I, when you take that much time for polishing, you know, playtesting, of course it's going to come out perfect. Well, and I'm yeah, I'm sure they've had no cuts at Wizards, so they've had plenty of time to smooth out the rough spots. I mean, the balancing is what was done before those cuts were made. <laughs> it's Modern Horizons 4 you've got to worry about. The oh, so- is, the, they don't know where they put them. Like they're like, they filed them correctly, and all those people got fired. They're like, where are those? Where are all those cards? I don't know. Where Greg, just, Greg just started. He doesn't know jack shit back there, so I don't know. I don't know where the polish. Well, we got these unpolished ones. Yeah, yeah, we'll use those. Hurry up. Chris Cox needs a fifth yacht. Come on. <laughs> what if we up. hired them back? <laughs> that uh, old SNL skit, Mr. Tarkanian. Yeah. With Will Ferrell. That's what the- you do not talk to me like that. You do not look at me. <laughs> so, yeah, Arch, Arch Druid's Arc. Is it Arch or Arc Druid? I would say Arc just because. Right, is it I, a English is a funny language? What do you think, Vincent? Arc Druid or Arch Druid? I'm not sure. I do the latter, but I don't think it matters unless we're being paid to talk about it. I do the latter. I don't think. Look at Vincent's like a little. He's rhyming there. Yeah, he's, 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 he's here for the big time there. <laughs> Look at that. He is. He's. He's got the whole rhythm. He's got it. Yeah, it looks like it's a. Uh, I would say it's a pretty strong card. Yeah, is it? Uh, what do you think, Vincent? Would Would you Again, play this card? If yeah, you're so playing again, a green deck, you need a green mana base that can support it. But there's a ton it does. Like, like it's the only way you can for three mana fetch a non-basic and put it on the battlefield. That's At before, instant speed. Yes, even. And that's before so, yeah. you get into the fact combos with untapping it or the other two modes. Huh. So if I uh, I could instant speed grab my uh, guy's cradle to throw in there, It'd be like wham. That's all right. So you're saying I should not splash this in a limited deck? It's probably playable if you're <laughs> base green in a limited deck, just because like paying five mana for something that can kill an artifact or enchantment, or can fight something. Obviously, you probably shouldn't be playing the first mode unless you have a creature bomb. But yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. It seems pretty pretty insano. Yeah, I was also kind of amazed that they, because I thought they weren't going to use AI in the set for the art, but they clearly uh, used it to generate a Georgia O'Keeffe painting uh, for the art on this. Just, just saying. <laughs> That's the theme. That's so we had the branch of Vitugazi from last week, and now we have mm-hmm. really. They could make that as a secret layer. <laughs> yeah, Giorgio, that would go over well. I they bet. can make a whole secret layer. Yeah, here's hey, oh, look oh at my that. little ponies. Oh, Giorgio Keefe. Uh, <laughs> oh, where's the Maplethorpe edition? Ooh, that one looks good. <laughs> look at that. That was a that was a great lead into. Uh, there was a secret layer that came out this week. Is this the dogs and cats? Yes, uh, so many it, come out. Okay, raining cats and dogs. It came out, and this is. Okay, it's not the first secret layer that was a limited run, but it's the first secret layer since they said all secret layers will be limited run. With to be the, fair, I, the decks were always no. limited run, at least since of the disaster well, of the coin flip deck. Yes, that's what I just I said. It's not the I said it's the first like from now on. But I they mean, will like, all be, 
the decks were are expected to be limited run. Well, even yeah, before that, yeah. But I'm saying this is for I would okay. So what I'm getting to? Do you have the buzzkill sound like rat rat? The, the trombone. <laughs> so what I was getting to, I don't think, did the other decks sell out this quick? I don't think sure so. This was six hours. Ones. Oh, this one already sold out? Oh, it's, oh, oh, breaking news to our dozens of listeners. Breaking news. Cats and dogs sold out in six hours. Oh. Oh, it I sold guess out. I guess if you put a $25 land in it by accident, I guess that'll happen. Yeah, it sold out, and they're um, from what I'm reading now. I cannot independently verify this yet. They did not have like the five limit on it. There were people buying. It, up it was 150 dollars. It was 100, yeah. 150. Yes, 150 dollars. But you, it was a. It's a whole. It's commander deck. A whole deck. Arts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Anointed procession was a reprint that was in it. Um, what was Jet the Mir's lane? Garden is over 25 Jet, bucks now. Yeah, Jet Mir's Garden. That's a triome that was in it. So there's stuff and alternate arts and it. It, it had things in there, but it sold out within six hours. Um, I know some of the complaints were like, yeah, this is great. You know, people who work a nine to five, you didn't even have a chance to like get it because of when it was released, blah, blah, blah. But the initial one of the counter arguments to these limited prints was all it's going to do is encourage scalpers or bots to buy them up. And then resell them at a higher price. Okay, can I, I'm going to go on eBay quick. There you go. Let's let's do a little. So yeah, uh, I'm reading. Some people are saying that uh, one guy had a total. This is well, this is an hour ago now. He had a total of 81 posts of them. Being 73 of them had already sold. So he had bought at least 81 of the. It's raining uh, cats and dogs. And the resale. So they were 150. Why don't you go on eBay and see what they're they, I would say I'm doing a quick eBay search. I would say the average uh auction is around 325 to 350. I'll yep. say on the average. Yep. And then I haven't looked on TCG player to see what they're selling on TCG player yet. So that would be the other that would be where I assume the other I know eBay bought TCG player, but that platform's still open. So that'd be the other one I look at. But yeah, it's one of the uh counterpoints that was brought up was Hey, when you do these limited print runs, they're just going to get bought out and people are going to scalp them. And I don't know if Wizards so much addressed it as just like, hey, look, something shiny over here and kind of redirected attention. And then with it, but it seems like that is uh, what is happening with this. And yes, the decks were always limited print run, but they did not sell out like this. The Angels, I think, was up for almost two weeks. Was there, do we have even a rough idea of what like print? I like print numbers, like how many, like just, to, I, I feel like the answer is probably no, but I feel like I have no ballpark even of how many they would have printed. I do not know. No, I, I do not. Let's see. It probably uh, would just make us more mad if we knew. So maybe that's why they don't say, but uh, print, print run. Come on, Dr. Google. <laughs> White plaque on the base of my penis. What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, no, apparently I've been flagged by the FBI again. No, okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. I was just kind of honestly just sort of because uh, again, they're supposedly supposed to be taking this data in to maybe change future print runs to have it hopefully last more than six hours. I would hope. 
So far, I'm not finding anything doing my quick. quick yeah, my guess is there probably is no actual even near hard data for that. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like they did not have that limit where we have people clearly buying huge quantities spending. Well, if, if they if we even round up the, and say they bought 100 of them, that's a lot of money that people are basically kind of dropping on, I guess, speculation and reselling. They are, but I mean, if they, it, I, based on what I've seen on the eBay stuff, they're sell like people are selling them. So, so I need to look on TCG Player and check that. But like, yeah, if they're selling them, I mean, so 150. Let's say it's 150 dollars a pop. You buy 100 of them. That's 15 grand. You're out. But if you're flipping them for 300, because it's free shipping, because they were over 100 dollars, whatever the cutoff was. So it's free shipping on them. So man, if you turn around and flipping those, oh, geez, yeah. that's. I'm looking then, at TCG. I just searched secret layer commander deck running cats and dogs and TCG player, and they one is unopened being sold by Tournament City is three hundred and sixty four dollars, yeah. shipping included. Yeah. So yeah, that seems pretty. Latest sales are all around like the three seventy five mark. So. And it is it did just release, so the prices will probably go down. Because right, it's, I mean, this is all works on FOMO fear of missing out. So the having the limited print run gets FOMO going, and then crap, you go and right, you worked you worked a hard day at the factory uh, manufacturing Wilhelm screams, and then you get home and you're like, oh no, I missed the cats and dogs secret layer. And so now you have the fear that you're not going to be able to get that alternate art soul ring, that alternate art anointed procession, whichever ones are in there. So now you jump over to eBay and you see that instead of $150 or $300, are you going to pay the $300 and know you're going to get it? Or are you going to wait and then run the risk of, oh my gosh, what happens if these all sell out? Because right, once the numbers get low enough, the price won't go down because it is such a limited stock. Uh, that's just... That did not leave a good uh, a flavor in my mouth, seeing that they sold out that quick. Like, I looked at the deck list, and I think some of the art was pretty cool, but I was like, yeah, it's nothing I'm, like, this product isn't for me. But to see that it's out that quick. Uh, and that uh, the people that would want it, because I, I saw some sort of Twitter or somebody saying, I'm not sure how they're related to it, but like, my dog is actually, was the inspiration for one of the art of the cards. I wanted to get the deck and I couldn't because it's sold out so fast. Yeah. See that. Yeah. That sucks. There is like their dog is in the deck. That's the inspiration for more of the artwork. They're like, wah, wah. Yeah. You don't get it. No, that's just, I, I, I guess I also don't know what, you know, what is their, you know, what is their goal metric? You know, uh, it's because some of it is they could see this as a positive. It's like almost like the Nintendo yeah. uh, viewpoint of like perceived scarcity demand, where it's like, oh, I mean, I they're typically trying to make as much as they can, but it's like and also there's a little bit of prestige saying, oh, hey, it's all sold out everywhere. It's gonna be hard to get one of these. Everybody wants one. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I no, think and, the uh, whole perceived scarcity is overstated in a lot of cases. The problem is just you're punished a lot for overproducing, so it's always better to underproduce. It, well, and if they sold out, why would Wizard? I mean, look at why would Wizards change their behavior? They sold out on it. It's it's gone. They sold all of them. So right, they don't have to stock them in a warehouse anywhere. They don't have. Yeah. That's gone. That's all space that's now open up for them to you know do their twelve set release of the year. So that's yeah. There it doesn't. 
there's the Wizards doesn't lose on it. Like what obviously you lose because you're losing opportunity costs. Because if you could like print something for ten bucks and sell for hundred fifty, that obviously if you could do that a, a thousand more times or whatever, that's just. It's but just, it's, if you print it and then have to a thousand more times and five hundred of those sit around for six months, that's bad. It is bad, but I, I, I guess I would look at it, it's like what's the scale and how you know for the size of wizards and what, the, like, <laughs> yeah, what, what kind of cheese press would you have to store those decks in so they didn't like <laughs> rip through the box as they curled after like four minutes? You know, what I mean, it's it's not like me buying Herbalife. I mean, like, oh well, I guess I got to buy another ten thousand dollars worth of products <laughs> shoved in my garage so I could be a successful business person. Is this a pyramid scheme? Like, no, like, no, it's not, yeah, right? not at all. It's like they they have those. Like they really like they're cutting back. They're like, you know what? We don't need a thousand warehouses. We just need nine hundred. What's the way they could do it? And somebody is like, you know what? We could do limited print runs on all the secret layers because those are probably taking up a hundred warehouses. And somebody's like, yeah, that's a, that's a great plan. And I don't know, Morrow's probably over in the corner, just like chewing People on. People hate us. Well, I don't care. I mean, secret layers are re- before they switched to limited print runs. It was print to demand, and that's why everything took forever to come out. And that was its own it, problem. It, it was. You're you're correct. There's there's right. There's no I have perfect solution to this other than Chris Cox being yeah. eliminated. He, well, he's in jail, so he'll take <laughs> uh, well, I guess the I guess you're is your like revolutionizing supply and demand, and I doubt Watson's going to do that. <laughs> so I mean, I would, from my viewpoint, waiting a little bit longer for it. Meh, like. I wait a little I bit guess, longer for it. You know, that, that would be my choice of those trade-offs. Would be, I guess, for me, I'm viewing it as it takes me longer to get it, but I'm actually able to get it versus yeah. the alternative, which is I don't get it at all. Yeah, the I, problem I, was with this. The reason this happened was because of the stupid coin flip deck, and that was people weren't getting it at all after well, yeah, a no, year. But see, I, the coin flip thing—that seems like that was on Watsy. See, that's the part that gets me. It's like that was on Watsy. the fact they added a coin, I think. But still, huh? yeah. So you know, maybe don't try the gimmicks out until you got the stuff set down. Because that was their first commander deck too, correct? Yeah. For secret layer. So you see, like you—you got too many variables. You're like too many knobs this way. And I'm sure it's wizards and knowing magic players, and you're like, right, so whenever they try something new, that's when things get screwed up. See, infinity. Yes. So you got it. <laughs> Yes. Stickers, yay! <laughs> oh, what? you guys don't like stickers? I've I've known nothing of the stickers. Anything I bought zero of that product. Oh, that product. Well, I mean, I like stickers in general. I guess I don't have a positive or negative view on the magic stickers, but yeah, as long as they don't have glitter, that's that's where I draw the line. That's yeah, art. Car- that's art herpes. Yeah, it's carpet glitter. herpes. That stuff yep. gets everywhere. It's everywhere. Never herpes. leaves. So yeah, secret layer sold out in six hours. If you want it. It looks like right now they're about twice the price. Of what <laughs> it yeah, I guess I guess you can still. Good point. You can still get it. You just are paying more. Now you're paying. Now you're paying twice as much as you were before. But eh, this will so. be a moral question I'll have to answer probably sometime in the fall when the Switch Two or Super Switch, whatever, whenever that thing comes out, I'll have to make some moral decisions at that point. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what supply looks like for that. Like again, it's obviously Switch One people didn't expect after the wii u flopped but they'll expect switch 2 and they're probably full-on production of that right now because i'm assuming that there was like a plan pre-pandemic to launch it last year but they didn't need to and <laughs> they probably don't need to do it out this year they're pro- they almost certainly going to but they don't need to <laughs> i mean to go back to the whole corporate thing 
wasn't the corporate boss over the Wii U? Didn't he accept that it was a failure and took like a cut because of it? Yeah. If I read right, yeah. Hmm. Wow, that's cool. Weird. Yeah, and and like compared to at least historically, and I guess I'm when I'm talking about Nintendo, I think is this is we're talking Nintendo of Japan, which is sort of the actual yes. Because Nintendo, Nintendo of America, Nintendo of America is basically decisions. just a law firm that just yes. sues the shit out of everybody <laughs> and refuses to release Xenoblade and Mother yeah, Three. Right. Uh, you shouldn't have said the name. Vincent said the name. No, no. <laughs> oh, we're oh, taking oh, oh, down. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. He said. He said the. He said the N. He said the N word. Nintendo. He said the. He said the N word. No. That's what you should call. Oh, you can't. I was like, that's what you should tell them. I will N-word. not name this podcast the N word, Brent. <laughs> the podcast is not saying it. No. No. <laughs> no. Vincent says the N word. No. Make it fun of my car. Vincent said the N word like four or five times. <laughs> Nintendo, 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 and then all of a sudden, is it like Bloody Mary? It'll pop up. Candyman. It was Candyman. Okay, I'm sorry. Nintendo, 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 and then like a suit just materializes. Greg, was it Greg Bowser? What's the name of the new? He comes into my bedroom and bludgeons me with a blackjack. There's two Bowsers, one who's good and one who's bad. I don't know which one's which. Wait, what? There's the head of Nintendo America, Bowser, and there's the hacker, Bowser. I thought you yeah. said Belzer. I was like, I thought like, that comedian died. Oh, Richard Belzer? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a good guy. He was I great. He was a good guy. He was great. <laughs> Law, and or no, you got to go back to, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I'm having a brain fart. It's the uh, Cub Scout troop movie that he was in. Oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, why am I having a brain fart? Basically, troop, troop something. Uh, it's it's like a Boy Scout troop, and then they get back together as adults, and Richard wrong, Belzer... The wrong guys. Wrong guys. Thing. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. But Richard Belzer is great, because he, he was like basically a hornball kid, and he's now a hornball adult that became very wealthy making uh, like fashion accessories, and he's, he's pretty good in that movie. Oh my gosh, it's got... Oh! Louis Anderson? Oh, it's a great yes. cast. It's a great movie. Alright, well I guess I know what I'm going to be fine. Oh, it's streaming on Pluto or Tubi. So I think we should Tubi, be up. Tubi as like one of the free view service actually is pretty good. I, right. I've watched some stuff on Tubi. Yep. I see Richard Belzer's uh, youth character already from the preview from the trailer. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So we can't say n- Nintendo. <laughs> How did we get here from secret? La- oh, it was the decision. Some moral. Decision. Moral, but basically am, am I going to basically why I have to buy something, uh, you know, off market at a markup to get my fix or uh, oh for the switch yeah see it's yeah scal- scalping sucks I'm sorry I just I'm not a fan of yeah, that because I'll di- I'm gonna disappear for about the next month starting tomorrow when you, you uh, like a dragon infinite wealth comes out because that game looks phenomenal and all the all the previews are like if you like batshit crazy yakuza games <laughs> here you go you're fighting a whale <laughs> like sweet. Oh my goodness! Comes out tomorrow, and it's Steam Deck verified already. Oh, Danny Trejo has a review of it too. He just put up a review. It in general, I mean, uh, people, if you if you like the previous Seokuz game, especially like a dragon, you will be into this one because it is that and more for just craziness. And it's set in Honolulu, which is kind of cool. Set in, it's set in Honolulu. Let's see. Is this the uh, image from the game? That looks pretty cool. If you can play and or beat up as mascots, I'm all in for that. 
Yeah, well, then you gotta go check out Pal World if you wanna beat up and things that'll get Nintendo on. Yeah, I've already talked about Nintendo. I'm pretty (laughs) sure Pal World is that. You could go view some Pokemon adjacent entities. Uh That somehow like the biggest game in the world. Oh yeah. Most, the yeah. sales it was like was it like three or five million copies Six million in, in four days <laughs> it was something nuts like that's that. not counting game pass <laughs> yeah because and and i i tried to launch it in game pass i could not get in i want to try it again but well there was a yeah there was a patch i thought it got patched yesterday for oh okay. there's patches but it's the still way behind steam because of console certification and yeah wow that's that's insane but yeah see pal world is like the guy that finds the drug dealer's cocaine or the drug dealer's like money stash and is spending the money like crazy because they know they're going to die or they, they don't know any better. And then when the drug dealer finds it, it's going to kill them. Nintendo is going to annihilate them. I, it's, I mean, we'll see, it's taking a while. Like they came down on the person who actually did a Pokemon mod of Palworld quickly, but uh, yeah, I heard about that one. That was just yesterday. I think I saw that one. Uh, but I, I mean, they may go after him, but it seems like at this point they have. Uh, I, I think they're all. Well, I think, I think be for okay. Pal World, they're trying to get the smoking gun, which sounds like it'll be that the actual models were stolen and then tweaked. Well, I'm. I don't play Pokemon. I've never played Pokemon. I've never followed any of. When I saw that, I was like, "Wow, somebody made a really cool Pokemon game. Like those look like Pokemon." Yeah, and that's I understand the fundamental- that's the style. And but, that's the biggest know. problem. If something looks so much like Pokemon that you're confused by it, and then you see them shooting them or using the Pokeballs to capture humans and put them to work in your camps, or... <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> yes. wait, hold on. Yes, so you can in capture the game, humans I know this is not magic-related, but we're not always straight magic. <laughs> you use... You use... Ball, you capture humans... You can, po- yes. It tells you it's immoral, so it's okay. We can still do it. <laughs> to put to work in your camps. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I'm a little worried at the popularity of this game now. You think? <laughs> it's edgy. <laughs> That's always what it was when it was Pokemon with guns. <laughs> you can't. But then... <laughs> but, but then... <laughs> But then there's more. They added it an aspect. It's called slavery. That's edgy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's bad. I'm just saying there's a lot of titles for this episode. There's yeah. so many titles. Vincent I'll... talks the N-word and slavery. There Bing, right there. <laughs> Throw him under the proverbial bus. <laughs> yeah, Meanwhile, I've just been playing the other t- fun Game Pass game that came out the same time as Pal World. Turnip Boy robs a bank. I'm playing the first one. I'm playing Turnip Boy co- uh, commits tax evasion is what yeah. I'm playing right now. Because <laughs> I saw that one come out. I'm like, I should play the first one, which was five bucks on Steam. So I'm playing yeah. Turnip Boy uh, commits that tax evasion. That one's better than robs a bank, but robs a bank is still fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most messed up game everything. We're like, yeah, yeah, this is worth it. <laughs> Oh, so it went from a game that you can capture humans and put them to work to in your camps. Camps. They're forced into work in your camps. Do you get to put a sign over your camp when you do that, Vincent? I don't know. I haven't played Pal World. I'm not touching Yeah, okay. That's a good wink, wink. Good job. That's a good cover there, Vincent. I don't play survival games, even if it were. 
uh, normal. <laughs> oh, really? You're not you're not into survival, huh? Nope. Oh. Like the reason it's big is just because Ark is ha- be having a lot of problems with its first with Ark two getting delayed, and then they made a remaster of one in Unreal five, and then that has been a mess, and they're still trying to get everything fires put out, and then survival people jump to the new hotness and. Of course, this is hot because it's Pokemon with guns, so people are trying it on that axis, and then it's big, so everyone else wants to play it, and etc., etc. Well, I'm glad that people get to play and enjoy it. Unlike the people who want to play and enjoy Secret Lair Cats and Dogs and couldn't, because Wizards did a limited print run. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, I brought it back. Right back to Magic. See, Vincent, you went off of Magic this time. I brought it back. I brought it back. I'm clapping. I'm clapping for that one. Not my fault. Not my fault. <laughs> 999 out of a thousand times. It's my I fault. Mean, the one time it's I, I, hope, I hope Vincent about. can see the smug look. And there's not yeah. that much magic to talk about other than old look. Besides all the new set, but yeah. But I mean, there's more cards. <laughs> there's, That's about it. There's Clue Edition if you want to yeah. get more confused. Oh, well, this comes out and it has its overalls. Like, I have completely. The clue stuff, I am, my eyes have glazed. I can't. We're I, done. Yeah. yeah it has I a can't. bunch of new cards that are pushed for Commander. That's what it is. And it's it's not even a clue, right? It's it's magic with the clue logo, right? It's not like you're actually, is, is it an I, actual, I don't think there's, there's like an alternative to game is, to play. Yes, with there is. There is? Like, what? if you hit your opponent with a creature, like, you get to ask them one of the clue questions. Wait, wh- where, where are you reading this? I feel like this has not at all been advertised. <laughs> Weekly MTG yesterday had them playing a game of it. Their website sucks, so uh, I, I need. Uh, uh, Tom, I don't know if there's like website thing. I just means watching the video. I may okay. okay I see Weekly MTG playing Ravnica Clue Edition, which is great, but I guess I don't consume a ton of video content. In, in I that don't respect. believe they've actually had like a. Oh, there's an IGM preview. I should pull that up. I think I posted that. In well, the here's Ravnican Clue Edition boost. No, that's booster contents. I want to know about the different rules. I feel like I had no clue that this there was alternative. What? What's wait? What did you boo, Vincent? No clue. Got that. I'm glad you caught it. Um. So, yeah. I mean, is there? I guess I don't want to watch their video. Ravnica. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we're getting my magic news from IGN. This is great. <laughs> I mean, that's where they did all the previews because obviously they're going to push this to a different audience. But you just told me to go to weekly MTG because that and... had a video and that's an official source. That, that okay. was the, they put the IGN thing out on Monday and they did the weekly MTG on Tuesday. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a crossover. We went hands on with Ravnica Clue Edition to have a first look at its all its new cards. It's a standalone box that mixes the pick up and play simplicity of something like Magic's introductory jumpstart packs with the murderous deduction mechanics of Clue. Okay, I mean that I, I like the idea of a self contained like box set. I mean, so I all like these- that idea. So the cards that are revealed every oh no there are boosters okay because I was like wait yeah you just basically get all there's two parts there's three parts to what comes in a clue edition 
there's the 21 rooms, weapons, and characters that are in every single clue edition. There's okay. the random shock land. Then there's like eight jumpstart style boosters themed around each of the guilds. So what you'll do to play it is, at least in the way they're doing, is you take two of the jumpstart boosters, shuffle them together, and that's your deck. Then you'll also like pick the person, room, and weapon like you would in Clue. I don't know how you do that randomly or whatever. And then you like hide them. Even though they are magic cards, you don't actually use them in this version of the game. And then you just play magic. And then apparently you can do like the clue guessing either if you if you deal combat damage to a player or if you or if you collect evidence six at the end of your turn. This is and there's eight packs in it. This is bullcrap because on the picture that they show on the website for two of the jumpstart packs, they show Simic Combine and Golgari Swarm. And if you read the story, Golgari Swarm is pretty much there, like on the back burner because of what happened during the Phyrexian invasion. This does not follow lore at all. I call shenanigans. It's almost like it's universes beyond. And is barely this, done. Though it's weird, like the the clue cards themselves are universes beyond, but the other ones are not universes beyond. They're just normal Ravnica characters. I'm hard pass. I, I I got I I got a hard I got a hard passes. I got I'm a, too confused to even be angry. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> you mean you're not going to pay seventy bucks for one edition of this? What? Well, better because if I want it later, it'll be one hundred and fifty dollars because all the scalpers will. <laughs> yeah, just... keep in mind that you're still only getting like eight of the twenty random possible packs. Is in... yeah, that's why I'm so. Damn it! So, like, if you want the new Lavinia or whatever, you'll might get it if you pay seventy. Or just wait, and I'm sure it'll be less than seventy. Except the... it won't, because no one's gonna buy this thing. So oh. they're going to be limited. Ah, damn it. You uh-huh. better hope they're in a master set. We've fallen right into Watsy's trap. God, I'm yes. so annoyed now. Oh, look at this awesome card. It's only available in a random booster. Mm, in well, a side and that booster is a board game that's 73. I guess it's still less than the 30th anniversary pack. So I'll, at least I'll give it that. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the bar that we That have. is the bar, yes. <laughs> As defined by Chris Cox, that is the bar. It's not $1,000, so I guess I'll we're, be thankful. We're all simps for what? If I complain, well, it's not for you. like the Shockland makes up a, bit, a part of that, but still... Yeah, yeah. Okay, the shocklands are not those. I mean, those look ugly as hell. Uh, those are. I understand they're supposed to look like Clue, but those look. Yeah, no, those are. I understand the shocklands. You can play with them. That's fine. There's no man. I am not playing. No, I didn't. Really, it looks like the full set is out. Interesting. Yeah, the I, whole, the whole I feel like this there. totally misses the the boat where I know they had to, they're trying to do some sort of crossover. Really, they have the, a battalion card in the freaking clue set and they don't use battalion wording in the normal set. Really? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause they do. I guess because commander, they can do whatever. Like there's a myriad card I can just see, but still yep, there's a myriad that, but worm. again, it's a, it's an ability word. You should use ability words in sets when you can. Well, like they, ha- they should have more of it. They should have battalion. This is, you know what? This is dumb, but I'm not going to lie. I guess, I like the jumpstart aspect. That's great for. Yeah, like, I think newer it's good trying. they tried it, but I don't know if it works. 
They could have just done a jumpstart clue on a separate. That would have been great. But then it wouldn't be clue. <laughs> well, I mean, they could just have the jumpstart. I, I need to give it... you like the, the clue cards. And they needed to make a magic cards for whatever reason. So we can play as Colonel Mustard in your commander games. That sounds so dumb. It's not Colonel Mustard. It's Commander Mustard. He didn't go through all those years of training. To be called called Colonel. Jeez, Vincent. Man. An emissary green. Apothecary White. Senator Peacock. Mastermind Plum. Headliner Scarlet. Wow, these are all. Wow. Oh, what a. What a way to, what a way to kind of end this. Wow. It's weird. Yeah. This I'm, is, I'm disappointed in just the world. This, 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 this is, this is, after the podcast is I'm at Taco Bell, just sipping on my Baja Blast Zero, wondering. Contemplating where the world went wrong. Yeah. Where the world went wrong. With, with, like, what happened? What, what, I'm supposed to open packs and I, I play this spell and I, I'm a, I'm, I'm attacking. I'm another wizard or a powerful. But I'm attacking, and that and, means I'm investigating something. And and I'm, I don't why, know. Why, why is this? Why? Where's the new set? We're drafting this set. Why are you taking the cards away? We're still drafting it. Where did it go? I brought my draft clue play I, set booster collection I, I, fat pack. Now I sound like an oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh your fat pack fat pack fat pack. <laughs> it's so oh i'm old oh i'm rapidly aging i'm no no one else signifies you rapidly aging is our new url which is dadbodmtg.com yeah oh you should add celebration music with that one i I... that's that's close as i have they got the baseball one Tell us more about that, Tom. Yeah, I I spent tens of dollars to get a website set up <laughs> with a URL, um, and yeah, we came up with uh, basically because we're I'm speaking for me and Brent, old white guys. Vincent, I don't know, uh, have not visualized him to assess physical traits. So for me and Brent, we went with DadBodMTG.com. So D A D B O D M T G.com. I liked. I thought it had kind of a nice cadence. It's nice, to it. right? Like, dick, dick, dick. So we now have email addresses. Vincent, just let me know if you want one. But we now have Tom at dadbotmtg.com and Brent at dadbotmtg.com. He's Brent. Vincent, did you want one for those tens of emails that you shall receive? I don't think I need one. If if oh. I want one, you can always make one later. Make one for Vincent. Make one for Vincent. He might get he might get some hate about the comments he said yeah. about District Hero from an anonymous account. <laughs> yeah, I, it's anonymous emails. Uh, I only get two anonymous emails, and they seem to be from two, both, the same two people. I, I swear, I read yeah, it. This is weird. Not Brent at DadBod.com. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? This guy has a lot of hate. Well, it's not me, obviously, because it says not Brent. And this guy says "slews" or "you lose," but it's spelled "o o z e" for both parts. I don't. It's weird. <laughs> it's just going to end up being a bunch of bots or a bunch of spam. And be like, why? Yeah. Do you <laughs> no, these are this is spam. I I want you to check out these various <laughs> options for circumcision clamps. Like, I think these are the best. And that'll just lead to the penis easy. growth pills, and then everything easy, from easy there. to clean. Yes. 
yeah, that's everything that's going to. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, whatever, I don't use Facebook that much, but Hims has clearly identified me as their target market for all their random erection pills, mints, balms. God, they have everything. They do, but it's not just for erection, erectile dysfunction. You can also do it for hair loss. They have hair loss. They have a combination with uh, minoxidil. Well, if I want, I want that longer. I want my hair longer. I guess it makes sense. Yep, you could do that. And they also, I believe, have antidepressants. Now, if they could combine all three into one, bam, that's what you need, right? Something you could rub on your hair for your uh, when you're for your scalp when you're losing. That makes me feel better. Get my ASMR because I'm rubbing my head, and then I got a monster (laughs) giant direction. It all fits together. Magic. Magic. That's how we end up Monday Night Magic. Boater pill discussions. Rating tops. Uh, hits and misses. <laughs> Dings and dongs. That would be it. What would be the good, the good terms for like a, you know, a, a good boner mint versus a bad boner mint? I, I'll say dings and dongs, but this probably could be a better. This this seems like that would be a worthwhile experiment. Okay. I got to schedule an appointment with my doctor. Yeah, because I, I have this. I got all these mints. I just don't know which is the best one. <laughs> I'm just going to tell them that. No, no. I need the prescriptions because I'm rating them. No, you need to get out of my office. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I need- <laughs> which is the best boner which, mint? Which is the best boner? So if you could, I need several prescriptions so I can try them all out. No, you don't need to call security. No, I was- <laughs> no, I'm not going to take them all at the same time. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy powerful. <laughs> this one's called the Incredible Hulk. I, that one, I feel like I should go for first. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a priapism in your emergency room? Explain oh, I've had to drain you- a priapism. That is a life experience. Yeah. Oh, let's let's Vincent. Do you know what a priapism is? Because I'm going to explain tom tom as a medical doctor oh, Brent, explain. Brent knows about this as well no you you can explain so, I, i've had to live i've had to i've had to do this and that was more than i wanted to i've only had to do the antidote the phenylephrine mixes for you know the the drug related oh you, you didn't actually have to remove no, the blood as i've had to do in the yard that's why okay. i'm a pharmacist i'm not a medical doctor uh a priapism is an erection that well, I guess is lasting. Well, they say lasting longer than four hours, but it's an erection that won't go down. And generally, that means that there's an issue with the blood flow out of the penis, and so that is why you have priapism. So an antidote to that is they actually use something that will constrict the blood vessels in that area. It's localized, and that will help get rid of. It. So that's why for those uh, commercials. For uh, Cialis, I, I heard an audible sigh there from Vincent. <laughs> they that's a that's a contract. That's, that's a thing you have to worry about. Well, I'm using the appropriate terms. I'm yeah. being very, oh yeah, no, I was just, yeah. So we're still recording. Magic. This is great. Magic. Oh, we oh we are. Oh yeah, go for it. This is the, this oh. is the, we're, we're into the um, <laughs> what's the, the uh, PSA part of the podcast usually. <laughs> so that's why they have that in commercials to say, hey, if you have an erection. Unwanted erection for longer than four hours. Even if it's wanted for longer than four hours, you need to go see your doctor because always, you can actually have serious damage. Yeah, necrosis. Permanent. I mean, you can have yes. tissue tissue loss. Yeah, tissue loss in your penis. In the penis from having an erection that long. So that's why they put that in there. Is you need to go see a, a medical professional to get it taken care of. And there's different options as a drug related person. 
I look at the drug-related options, which is they use something that constricts, then that way you decrease the amount of blood flow that's going in, and if blood flow can still go out, then the erection will go down. Tom, being the medical aspect, has other... So maybe sometimes if, you don't, if it's been too long and we can't wait for it to maybe go down naturally, you have to manually extract the blood with a syringe. And there's two, there's two cavernous conosums, or so you, there's two, so you just got to drain both. Do you do them at the same time, or is it, is it like cross-country skiing? Or is it like- I guess maybe if you were more confident, you would. I did not feel like <laughs> double, <laughs> double fisting syringes there, so no, I did not. And, and those medical talks had to have been great. Like, is it just like small talk while it's happening? Like, hey, how about those chiefs? What are you going to do with that needle? Well, <laughs> I'm going to jab it into your erect painful penis. Just we're all on the same page. Do you have to? Uh, see, does that or possibly lose your penis? Okay, give me something to bite down on. This I feel like is. this could be brought into like how magic. Uh, Chris Cox is t- treating magic, right? <laughs> Like, what are you going to do with those sets? Oh, we're going to release them all really, really fast. Can I say no? Can no, say not no? really. No, not no. really. Oh, okay. Yes, dear. Darn and then, <laughs> darn it. So yeah, dadbodmtg.com. That is the the website. That's the new URL, and, and it does show uh, all the the podcast episodes now. There, I guess uh, I'll be getting all the contact details on there too. Um, uh, Vincent was nice. He created that. A nice uh, short Discord link. So if you do follow me on Twitter uh, or X, uh, PSG Reader, you can join that. We'll have a link to the website. Uh, we would love to have some emails in the next few episodes to go through because they're always fun. And yeah, oh, we'll address emails. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, let I, let me specify. Let's try to have them be magic related. Okay. Yes. Just, yeah. just based <laughs> on our re- the most recent part of this conversation, we're gonna oh, no. flip it on its back. It's gonna not to it. use. Probably not the best euphemism I could have used in that situation, but no, I did. Not. But I did. Magic related emails. Yes. Magic related. Magic, please. <laughs> please, please. And if you're on Twitter, if you're if you're on that wonderful site for known as Twitter, I'm um at Dr. No Pants One, number one. Number one. Yep. That's that is if you want to get a hold of me on there. Or like I said, you can email. I know it's old fashioned. Maybe we'll figure it out a way to link it with the the Twitter sphere. Right? Couldn't we? If they're not taken. Would that be a way to just make it like at Brent Dadbod Myajek or something? Uh maybe I can see if there's a Dadbod MTG Twitter handle. I guess that yeah. means, I, I'm not a social media person. I not even thought. To <laughs> I don't know, Vincent. How can anyone get a hold of you? Come to the Discord. <laughs> okay. He's. I think Vincent had the most a media savvy. Come to the Discord. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. I are we not supposed to say their name? They even replied and they did stuff. I think we showered them with attention. So if you want attention, come to the Discord. DadbotMTG appears to be available as a Twitter handle. We may have to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, there you learn about magic, learn about human anatomy, uh, pharmacology, physiology. It, at Money That Magic truly is the whole package, as they would say. <laughs> and yes, I chose the word package <laughs> on purpose. Uh, I, I can hear the internal sighing of Vincent from here. It's not audible. I just know it's happening. I mean, it's this is what Monday Night Magic is. Yes. Well, it's been for a long time. Magic with tangents. Yes. It is. It's, yeah. 
there, if you wanted great magic analysis, you either just listen to Vincent's discussion in our episodes, or there's lots of sources for a lot of magic analysis these days. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, we will stop recording as soon as I play. Maybe we should always end with an homage to Chris Cox. Everybody, three moments of silence. <laughs>